Tom. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. This afternoon, we'll see plenty of sunshine, highs staying into the upper 50s, and then we'll see clear conditions for later tonight, low of 31. I'm meteorologist Nick Carlisle on News Radio WGNS. Right now, it's 40. Hi, I'm Larry Castelli, and I love living at Adams Place. It's very friendly. Everyone here seems to want to make friends and be your friend, and the staff is fabulous. Betsy, who is the director of activities, is fabulous. She's always having something going on. We have music at least once a week, wine and cheese, and there's all sorts of different type of activities. I would highly recommend Adam's Place. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Good morning, Rutherford County. I have Miss Terry Dillon, and she is, uh, I would guess, the brains of Adams Place. You make you make it go, uh, and it's not an easy job because there are so many things that are continuing to improve in uh, health care, in in the um, uh, assisted living. But also, you guys are very unique in that people will have their condos right here mm-hmm. at Adams Place and enjoy almost everything there is to have in life, and which is very special. And, and a lot of that is friendships. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that definitely comes into play. So uh, let's back up, though. I am definitely not the brains to all of Adams Place. Adams Place has been here. You're not going to say Robert Adams is, are you? Uh, well, actually, I'm going to give kudos to Buckley Winfrey. He's the campus administrator. Uh-huh. We can go up higher than him. I've never met him. Well, we need to take care of that before tomorrow. Uh, that's impossible. <laughs> I, I have, All things are possible. No, no, they aren't, yes. as we know. <laughs> uh, you and I are are going to be heading over to the Ukraine, and we're we're going to uh, uh, take our weapons with us. Okay. And 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 we're going to show those Russians to get their butts out of there. Sounds good to me. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, I'm ready. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> so so. Um, in the real world over here, yes, I, I I have had a lot of friends that are here or have been here, mm-hmm. and uh, this this was a great choice for them because um, 
I think it's, it's just like me. When I knew that I was ready to retire, I, I was ready to retire. Right. They know that when they're uh, in a situation at home that they need to look for uh, maybe something else. Mm -hmm. And this pretty much offers all the people everything they need, doesn't it? We do. Uh, Adams Place is a unique setting. Um, Dr. Adams, many, many years ago, had the vision for a campus setting like Adams Place so that as we age, we can do so on one campus where we ha have all levels of care. Yeah. Um, 2022 is actually the 25th anniversary year of Adams Place, so uh, stay tuned. I thought it was longer. No, uh, I think what is confusing, NHC mm -hmm. celebrated 50 years last year year okay. so we had signage all over the property congratulating nhc for 50 years mm -hmm. uh, but adams place is 25 years old this year so we'll mm -hmm. be doing some celebratory types of things later in the year mm -hmm. and um you know we've had 25 years to kind of work out the kinks and figure out what it means to uh age well so you know you commented that when people are at home they realize that they might have needs well yeah. a lot of times those needs are simply uh friendship socialization yeah. um having somebody to talk to when you walk out of your house instead of having to go down the street having mm -hmm. somebody available just in case you need anything so really at at different levels of our campus both in independent living and in assisted living residents can live very independently it just depends on how much assistance they are in need of or want of on the independent living end of things we have individuals who are completely independent mm -hmm. they are still cooking they're still traveling the world they're still in some cases working jobs volunteering in the community those types of things and then we have others who want chose to downsize, chose to give up their brick-and-mortar uh, single-family dwelling and move into this type of lifestyle so that maybe they would have somebody to do the housekeeping or yeah. somebody to help with the cooking and that sort of thing. So it's really just in, in how you look at what you want to be facing as you're aging. You know, do you want to be able to lock up the house and, and travel? I've got a, a couple that is in Florida right now. They left right after Thanksgiving. They won't be back till the end of March or early April. The difference between doing that as an Adams Place resident and doing that in a brick-and-mortar single-family dwelling home is that when you have your home out in the community, you've got to lock it up. You've got to hope the water pipes don't burst during the, the winter. You've mm -hmm. got to get your mail stopped and your newspaper stopped and have somebody come by and check on things. At Adams Place, you walk out your door, you lock it, you leave, and let us take care of, of the headaches that are associated with the worry of being out of town. Yeah. So in a lot of cases, it's just simply choosing to downsize to that aspect now when you get older as i found out you have to stay active absolutely and, and you have to have friendships mm -hmm. that you can rely on mm -hmm. and uh, i have always said i tell i tell my doctor i said i i'm going to work out every day of my life and i have been ever since i was a kid mm -hmm. but uh um if if you ever let that go and you get into a kind of a, a lazy period in mm -hmm. your life, uh, your body starts to change. Absolutely. And people uh, don't understand that. A lot of them that have been, you know, just had normal lives, but exercise has not been a major part of it. Mm -hmm. And you can tell the difference as you get older. Mm -hmm. and, and I had rather go running and pass away than just age you know until the point that you just you're going to go away anyway i totally it, agree uh enjoy life that's, that's basically right. what it's about you know one of the hardest things on us as we get older is losing our spouses yes and uh, uh as a man i always expected me to go first and mm -hmm. jackie to keep on and and uh, probably outlive me 10 or 15 years and mm -hmm. You never know what's going to happen, and right. I, I still miss her. So um, you were working on something you were talking about before we went on the air 
we're always looking for something to, to improve everyone's lives. Yes. And and that's one of your main goals, I'm sure, right here at Adams mm -hmm. Place, to have this as an example of how people can improve their whole lives, have great friendships, and, and uh, enjoy every day. Right. That's exactly right. Yeah. So one of the things that we're getting ready to do, we're, we are piloting a program in independent living. Um, Adams Place has a longstanding relationship with Senior Helpers, which is a non-medical third-party provider of services for mm -hmm. in-home care. Uh, we've worked with them for many, many years uh, just to, to allow our residents to get a little bit of extra help if they need it, maybe coming back from uh, surgery or rehab or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so Senior Helpers has this uh, program called Life Profile. And what I like about Life Profile is it focuses more on healthy aging. And you and I were talking before the show actually started about the difference between healthy aging versus aging in place. Yeah. Um, a, a lot of times people are dead set to age in place, whether that be in their, their home or in an environment like Adam's Place. Um, but aging in place to do so successfully, you have to focus on the healthy side of aging, the, yeah. the safe side of aging, if you will. will. So uh, the Senior Helpers Program called Life Profile, this is a program where they will come in, and they being senior helpers, will come in and do assessments on our independent living residents. And they're assessing mm -hmm. over 150 some odd different categories. It could be something as simple as non-skid tape in your shower or taking up a throw rug or uh, you need to get physical therapy or something that will help you get moving and help you stay safe. That is my primary goal. Um, families ask me frequently uh, when they first start looking at Adam's Place, they will ask me, what is going to cause you to tell me I have to move to assisted living? Mm -hmm. And my answer is always the same thing. I'm looking out for your safety. Uh, we work together as a team to make sure that our residents are safe and aging in a healthy way. And that's so the, the uh, extension of the partnership with Senior Helpers bringing this life profile system in just plays hand in hand with that healthy aging because I want to do everything that I can to make sure, you know, if you were living at Adams Place Independent Living, I want to make sure that you have access to the, uh, to the physical, to the exercise programs, to the emotional, to the social, uh, to the spiritual, to the educational. We want to look at all of the different areas of wellness, and we want to make sure that you're able to age in the healthiest manner possible. Now, that, that reaches out to a lot of questions for me. Okay. <laughs> because uh, I'm one of these people that um, safety may be a part of it, mm -hmm. but just like I told you earlier, I want to go when I am doing something, uh, exerting energy or, mm -hmm. or whatever. I, I'm not one of these people that I want to just keep living longer right. and longer and longer totally that, that that's not a, a a part of what my i want my future to be i want to be able to go out and and enjoy life mm -hmm. uh work out every day uh and i'll work out harder than probably i should be as mm -hmm. far as um something might happen while i'm working out or whatever uh so um how how do you work all of that in with people who have different mentalities on what aging really is? Well, the only thing that we can do in this industry is make available all of the different um, activities, whether it be exercise or educational opportunities or music to enhance and one's life and that sort of thing. And it's their choice, you yeah. know. So. Yeah. It, we had one of our residents, Jan Height, on the radio a couple of months ago, and, and mm -hmm. she is 90 and talked about how she has exercised her entire life, much Good like you have. Yeah. And 
you then you've got people like her but then you've got other residents who may have never exercised and it really comes down to personal choice we make all of the different programming available but it is your choice what or how much of it you're going to take part in unfortunately some people will choose you know like you want to go out active you want to be running you want to be exercising you want to be living your life on the beach you want to be doing something and then die it ends other people would would choose to have a more sedentary lifestyle Mm -hmm. and whether they pass in the midst of just a sedentary lifestyle or whether that possibly leads to deteriorating health Mm -hmm. those are choices that each one of us is making every day i even you know know for myself on weekends i like to just kind of hang out and relax a little bit but then i suddenly realize i'm relaxing a little bit too much and i have to make myself get up and go for a walk or go ride on the bike or do something and when i come back in i always feel a whole lot better and i'm so glad that i did it instead of just sitting on the couch all day Uh, So it's just choices that each one of us has to make. So Adam's Place makes all of these different things available. It's up to you as to what you do. You know, older people are attacked all the time. We are um, um, prey for a lot of different groups. and Most of them are on television. Mm -hmm. Television is is probably... uh, the most dangerous thing there is for Mm -hmm. older people because they're going to sit there and watch it they're going to see about medicare which is uh, which is a a total mess as far as when you're watching television every probably every five minutes medicare is on telling Mm -hmm. you then you got all these medicines that Mm -hmm. they, they, they want you to take and uh and a lot of them are very dangerous to the older people mm-hmm. and the dangerous parts are you can't read them they're in right. such tiny uh, um, letters that there's no way that anybody could even with a magnifying glass mm-hmm. but but uh, how how do you fight all these things that the the people who as they have gotten older become victims to so many different uh, groups? Well, thankfully, our residents do a really good job coming to us and saying, you know, I saw this or I got a phone call about that. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's a scam? And unfortunately, a lot of times we have to say, yep, it is. Hope you didn't make a phone call. Um, You know, we try to do educational programs. We've brought uh, the Uh, either the sheriff's department or the police department or maybe a combination of the two in i I just don't remember uh, to do educational programs Mm -hmm. for the the residents here saying okay these are the types of scams that are out there right now and this is what you need to be aware of so we try to educate um, and we try to always encourage the residents if they have any concerns about anything come ask us if we don't know we're going to help them try to find an answer yeah We've had people fall, unfortunately, fall to scams regarding uh, Social Security benefits. And uh, I think one of the worst ones was the IRS is you're going to be arrested if you don't pay X amount of money in a few minutes, you know. And unfortunately, people do. I I know. (laughs) We get them. I just hang up on them, uh, you know. I think I'm going to start having conversations with them, you know, either, I don't know, start trying to talk to them about moving into Adam's place or something and distract them i think for some reason uh, a lot of our personal data ends up where everybody can uh, pay for them and Mm -hmm. and then start their um, uh, work as far as trying to scam all of us which is a sad thing probably a lot more out there than we realize what do you think the future of adam's place is going to be as far as reaching out to the um, uh, older people and uh, people who are in need uh, of of a lot of different things. Well, you know... And just open up if you want to, Terry. We, uh, we've got a great product Mm -hmm. on this campus. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think that we're always looking to see how we can further expand our services Mm -hmm. to residents and to future residents. 
Um, it, you know, it's been interesting in the last, well, the last couple of years things have begun to change, but 10 years prior, um, individuals were waiting until much later in life to decide to make a move to a campus like this. That is beginning to change. We're beginning to see the younger folks coming in. Mm -hmm. um, and when I say younger, I mean mid-70s, mid to late 70s. That is young. Of, it is yeah. young. Yeah. Um, but they're choosing to make these moves for the purposes that we were talking about a little while ago. They want to still travel. They want to still be involved in their community, and they want to give up the responsibilities of home ownership. Let's get back to that because okay. we've got a caller on the line. Okay. Caller, welcome aboard with Terry Dale. Good morning, Mr. Truman, and good morning, Ms. Terry Dill. Morning. Uh, I, I have a question. You you brought up something just now, and um, my wife, obviously being on Medicare, Social Security, she's aged into. Um, she can't put her phone down without another one calling. I mean, it's just a constant, and uh, you know, you can put the block on there to block unknowns and all that, but she's going to miss. Uh, calls from her regular doctors and things that's not in her contact list as I, I don't mean to ask such a technical question i love your show but i'm just wondering how is there any recommendation at all on on changing numbers anything to prevent this he's asking you Terry. no you're the former sheriff i'm going to defer to you <laughs> Uh, to be perfectly honest with you, there's not much you can do. What you need to make sure is the numbers, uh, the telephone numbers that you see on your screen when, when the calls come in, uh, you need to make sure that you have a name that goes to those particular calls. That's the main thing. I will not answer a call that has nothing has only a telephone number everything else i have made sure that i have got a name when that call comes in and and just ignore anything that's just a telephone number well and i would add one thing to that too uh, yes i i try not to answer any call that i don't have a contact in my yeah. telephone right um However, if you do, either by accident, hit accept, or I had a situation last week where I was having to deal with a, a collision repair center, so I had to answer some calls that didn't know the numbers. Mm -hmm. I think the key would be if you answer that call, maybe it's a doctor's office that you didn't have stored in your phone. If you answer it and it's not who you were waiting on or who you thought it was, just hang up. Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of times uh, I've even had this conversation with my husband. He's like, well, that's rude. I don't really care about being rude. Uh, if you're going to scam me or waste my time, I don't have time for you. And I yeah. will hang up on you on a heartbeat. So, you know, if you do just by accident or intentionally answer that unknown caller, if it's not who you were expecting or not anybody you want to talk to, just hang up the phone. I think I have between two and three hundred. Uh, names in my telephone mm -hmm. so it, it just shows you I try to keep up with uh, my friends uh, everybody and a lot of times it would be businesses that I need we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with you from NHC's Adams Place home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard it's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street, across from the tall NHC building. All of the proceeds that we generate from our store goes directly back into the ministry for those programs that Greenhouse has. So we would just encourage people to come out and take a look. The Garden Patch offers competitive prices on name brand clothing, furniture, large appliances, household items, toys, and more. Shopping at the Garden Patch helps Greenhouse Ministries inspire, give hope, and change lives. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street in downtown Murfreesboro. Guys, there's a lot of people talking about testosterone these days, but do your homework and be sure you go to a provider that you can trust. I recommend Low T Center. There are many reasons why. Low T Center exclusively specializes in men's wellness. They check all your levels, not just testosterone. They determine the cause of any symptoms you're having and whether or not you're a 
perfect candidate to low T or something else like thyroid or even sleep apnea. Their annual health assessment is typically completely covered by most health insurance and is thorough, checking everything from PSA, which is your prostate levels, thyroid, liver, kidney functions, cholesterol, glucose, and more. Low T Center has affordable and convenient options for treatment, including monitored self-inject treatment that ships to your home. Make your health a priority this year and schedule your annual health assessment today. It's covered by most health insurance or less than $100 cash pay. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment today. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Now an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. Bridgestone Americas is investigating a possible cybersecurity breach. Some employees at the company's Laverne plant were sent home Sunday morning over the situation. Bridgestone America says it has disconnected some manufacturing and retreading facilities in North America and Latin America from its network. It says it's working to determine the scope or nature of any potential incident. A flood awareness group is asking lawmakers for a statewide flood plan. Nashville-based Flood Ready Tennessee is asking the General Assembly to pass legislation to create a task force to tackle flooding problems. The proposed task force would be made up of experts from TDOT, TEMA, and other state agencies. Reports say flooding costs the state nearly a quarter of a billion dollars every year. The historic Rutherford County Courthouse on the Murfreesboro Square is lit up blue and yellow, showing solidarity with the people in Ukraine. In addition to the county courthouse here in Murfreesboro, the Empire State Building in New York, and the Paris Eiffel Tower, the London Eye, and other landmarks around the world are all colored in blue and yellow, the color of the flag of the Ukraine. There was a Saturday morning fire at a home on Twin Oak Drive. All occupants and pets were out of the home unharmed. The Red Cross contacted to assist those displaced. Meanwhile, an early Sunday morning fire on Isis Court has left one person dead and two injured. The fire was so intense that two neighboring homes also sustained damage. Officials say the cause of both fires remains under investigation by the Murfreesboro Fire Department's Fire Marshal Office. More news online at WGNSRadio.com. I'm Ron the Good Neighbor Network, on air and online at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's most trusted source for local news. Hi, this is Taylor Halliburton inviting you to come shop with us at Bell Jewelers. Here at Bell Jewelers, we carry the Pandora collection and we've got quite a few new charms, new heart designs, the padlock key, all things in style right now that your girl needs. Pandora is a great collection for all ages, whether you want to give it to your daughter, your girlfriend, your wife, or your mother here at Bell Jewelers. 821 Northwest Broad Street, across from Toots. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. For this afternoon, we'll see plenty of sunshine, high staying into the upper 50s, and then we'll see clear conditions for later tonight, low of 31. I'm meteorologist Nick Carlisle on News Radio WGNS. Right now it's 40. Premier Six Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline, 896-4100, or go seeamovie.com. Popcorn, pop fresh daily. Their movie hotline, 896-4100, or go seeamovie.com. Premier Six on Broad and Jackson Heights. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Uh, <laughs> and welcome back with Terry Deal. And uh, I, I don't know, we've been talking off the air, and it, it, it's hard to keep that in line. That's one thing that's always been hard for me. We'll be talking in private, and then we get back to the show, and I forget are we on the air or is this a private conversation going on because i i guess we we try to keep it just wide open i guess and and the people that um, uh, need to hear us i want them to hear the same things that we're talking about right and, and um that i think that's what made this show 
a, a pleasant thing for me is mm -hmm. that we're having a conversation just it was kind of private uh, conversation but we're talking to everybody out there in right. the airways and we want them to hear it yeah yeah now, i agree now tell me about some of the improvements we you, you were telling me about that uh, you're going to have here i guess those were improvements in, in uh, um, the housing part or wh what exactly is that going to be well, it's cosmetic improvements okay. at this point. Yeah. Um, you know, again, Adams Place is 25 years old. Mm -hmm. uh, we have competitors. That's who not are, old. Well, you're right. It's not old where we're concerned. But when it comes to a building, that's old. You look at a 25-year-old house, and a house requires maintenance. Did you have any leakage upkeep. in the building? When all this rain came? A little bit. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm in, shocked. In certain places. It looks like it's brand new. That's because of the maintenance that we do on it and, yeah. and the renovations and that sort of thing. You know, that's one of the things that, that we do. We have competitors who are less than five years old, so everything mm -hmm. is new and shiny. Well, people like new and shiny. Yeah. Um, but Adams Place has a reputation, uh, a very long-standing reputation, and in order to be aesthetically pleasing we have to do updates from time mm -hmm. to time so you know one of the things that i i love about this environment is it is very different it is very unique from any other senior service provider in rutherford county mm -hmm. and we do everything that we can to maintain that so yeah we're going to be doing some some uh aesthetic changes uh, primarily to our parlor you know carpet has to be replaced paint has to be new furniture has to be replaced uh, and you're looking around in the library this library mm -hmm. was updated two years ago so everything in here is still very new but in our parlor and our dining room things are just a little older and need some touch-ups so that's going to be step one this year do you uh ban any books that are in here for for us people uh, older people um the one book that i would always read to my kids and to my grandkids when, when they were of that age mm -hmm. was um uncle remus's tales okay did you read that i did not i'll have to look that one up well, there was a movie years ago made of that, uh, Song of the South. Mm -hmm. And it I got to see it when I was a young kid and just absolutely was just in, infatuated with mm -hmm. it. And uh, I couldn't wait. I could actually do Br'er Bear, Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Fox. I could do uh, the sound on each one of them. Okay. And there's something about... Um, books that call the attention to the young people mm -hmm. that others can't do and that was one of them it, it, it had such a, a a great effect on me and and most of the young people that were able to read those books yeah it was uh unbelievable so i think you would have a lot of grandkids that would come in here if you would put some of those books like that in that is a consideration uh yeah anything we, above that is beyond my level <laughs> <laughs> well truman when you move in we'll set aside a shelf specifically for you does oh that sound my. fair oh you'd have to change out the whole uh, <laughs> bookage in here but bless your heart well we have a one of our resident council members serves as our librarian so oh. we'll take that up with her and, and let her help incorporate some books at your reading level who's your biggest reader in here oh i don't we've got so many i i would hate to try to start naming names because we would yeah. be here all day i i have enjoyed so many good conversations she's running now Brooke, oh. <laughs> brooklyn she saw me pointing at her so she's flying out of here why does why do headphones and a, and a mic cause so much um um I, I i guess people are afraid to be talking to a, a large group of others i i had to Possibly. yesterday when they had uh, mo brown and and jan stewart had a a party for me yesterday retirement mm -hmm. party mm -hmm. at uh at brown's store in last cassis okay and um uh, they made me get up and <laughs> and speak 
to everybody, and, and it was thoroughly enjoyable. Yep. And uh, it, it's nice to have good friends like that. that it is. That you will carry on your whole life. Yep, it is. It, you know, it's interesting being on your radio show it's like you were talking about a little while ago it's just private conversation between yeah. you and me it just happens that that there's a whole bunch of people sitting out there listening to us yeah. whether they're at work or in their homes or the cars or wherever so you've always made it so comfortable to carry on a conversation with you uh i think the the headphones and microphones can be intimidating to some people but you mm -hmm. make things so comfortable that you don't really realize you're on the air um i never have you forget you do yeah i do yeah. we start having these conversations and like you said we don't really realize whether we're on the air or off the air yeah. we're just talking as friends they're and lucky to have you at adam's place terry well thank you i appreciate that yeah you you're uh all your attention is focused on the people here and and make sure that they're going to be happy the whole time that they're here yes sir and, and uh, sometimes we older people we get cranky we really do and i don't even know why uh, uh, things will just hit me wrong every once in a while uh well in my other job i, I would get that way too but. well i would think a sheriff you would get cranky from time to time yeah but you know it, i was blessed to be in that job because when i first went in rutherford county was small mm -hmm. it really was mm -hmm. and i'll guarantee you at least 90 percent of the people in rutherford county at that time i knew i knew i, I knew the young ones the, mm -hmm. the ones that were my age and and the older ones too yeah probably three generations at yeah. least that i was lucky enough because my people had deep roots here right. in, in rutherford county and as it's changed the radio show has allowed me to have a lot more new friends. Right. Um, it, it, it got to the point I could go to a restaurant and somebody could hear me talking and they say, you're Truman from the Truman Show, aren't you? Is that right? Yeah. It, it, it's, it's amazing how those things change in your mm -hmm. life. Now, how has yours changed? Uh, where did you come from and how did you get here? Well, I grew up in Hermitage, so I am native to Middle Tennessee. I know Hermitage well. Um, yep, spent many, many years there. Uh, finally moved out to West Nashville for a few years and then mm -hmm. on to North Carolina. Spent nine years in eastern North Carolina and then I came back been. home. Mm -hmm. uh, well, came back to Tennessee and landed in Murfreesboro. My mom was actually living kind of on the border of Smyrna and Murfreesboro. Ah. And my sister had moved into Rutherford County years and years ago, and uh, her kids had excellent educational opportunities here. So when we, when my husband and I decided to move back to Tennessee, we decided we were coming to Rutherford County because of the school systems. That was a good move. And uh, that also got me close to my mom. And uh, timing as it was, we moved back, and I was able to be with my mom for the last year and a half of her life. Mm -hmm. And it was actually that year and a half that led me into this industry. So I'm very thankful for that amount of time. So we moved here in 2005 and been here ever since. Now, how did you choose Adams Place? So Adams Place is a, a place that there's not a lot of turnover among leadership. Mm -hmm. So to get to Adams Place was a blessing. Um, yeah. When I first, I, I completed my master's program in 2010 and wanted to have my master's behind me before I entered the industry. Yeah. And um, so I was very fortunate to uh, get a position as a marketer at one of our other uh, assisted living properties here. But when I first started applying for jobs, I started applying at Adams Place. But there was nowhere for me to come because everybody comes and stays. Yeah. Uh, just as an example, 25 years, and I'm only the third director that Independent Living has ever had. Yeah. So that speaks volumes. Marcy Richmond was with us for over 15 years. Uh, Adam Coggin was here for five. Remember we did her. have a, an interim. Uh, Jane Colley, she was here for, I don't know, 10 or 12 months, just waiting to get to her position with another NHC property. Yeah. So... 
you know, I spent uh, five years with one property. I went to another one. Adams Place just still did not have any vacancies. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got a phone call one day from a very dear friend of mine, Ann Clark. She was the uh, director over the assisted living at Adams Place. And she said, hey, this change is happening. Are you interested? And I said a real quick two-second prayer and said, yep, I am. Where do I come? <laughs> so I, I joined That's Adam's Place. That's pretty special. It is. It's very special. Yeah. Uh, so I joined Adam's Place December of 2018, and I, I look forward to a long relationship with this company. Yeah, well, you're young. Bless your heart. <laughs> what are your plans, Truman? Tell me what you're going to do after tomorrow when you sign off for the final time. I have no plans whatsoever. I've always been that way. I never plan anything. Okay. The good Lord has looked after me because um, I, I remember many years ago that I was. Why are you looking at your watch? I wanted to see how Am much I time. Am I boring you no, already? I, I wanted to see how much time we had see to those, hear your story. <laughs> see those things get me. I say, what is she doing? Uh, I want to know that we have time to hear your story. One, one of the the best. Uh, maybe um, choices that I ever had as far as work was I went to work at Greyhound okay. in Nashville at the corner of 6th and Commerce. Mm -hmm. And I, everything changed there. Nothing stayed the same the entire time. I got to meet so many new people from mm -hmm. all parts of the United States and even outside the United States. And what I learned working at Greyhound uh, uh, was how many different types of people there are in this world. Okay. And uh, I, I can still remember a lot of Amish people w would come in, and they'd be traveling in large groups and riding the bus. And a lot of times they would there would be people who saw them as different, and they wanted to aggravate them. Mm -hmm. And they would just stand there and take all that abuse like it wasn't even happening. They're all dressed the same mm -hmm. and, and all of that. And and I would watch them, and I would get so aggravated, I would have to go out and just do it whatever way I wanted to at that right. time. And, and we had a lot of police officers that would come in, and I had a great friendship with so many of them in Nashville that uh, – they would ask me if I would like to go to work for the uh, uh, Metro. Okay. Well, it wasn't really Metro at the time. Uh, and uh, I uh, said, you know, I would like to do that. So I went and told Jackie that I was thinking about it, and she said, no, you're not going to do it. <laughs> and I said, well, uh, I was really liking to get into law, in law enforcement. And then she said, let's go back and work in Rutherford County, and you, you, you worked there. And Robert Goodwin was the sheriff, mm -hmm. and uh, he was also my uncle. Okay. So uh, I went and asked him if I could work there, and he said, love to have you. So I started working for him and then uh, worked for Craig Snell, and then um, when Craig passed away, unfortunately, uh, I was uh, appointed by the... Uh, county commissioners and and then that started my particular uh way of running the sheriff's office which mm -hmm. may not have been the best way but it was the way i enjoyed it because right. uh, i knew so many people mm -hmm. and i would know probably two or three generations that were in the jail uh who had committed crimes but but i found out that most people who commit crimes um it's just something that happened in their lives. They were good people, right. but they were making bad decisions. Exactly. And 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 that was a lesson. Really, my whole life has been a lesson of learning what happens in life with other people. And right. I think that's the best education that you can have. And unfortunately, we get away from that, and um, uh, people are always going to make bad decisions. Right. But it, we should be there to sit there and assist them. As far as, as my, I, I, I have never planned anything in my life. Hmm. 
I'm not one of these people that could sit in a classroom and learn. Mm -hmm. I've got to learn from real life. And and I think that's the, and and I think you've probably found that out working here at Adams Place because a lot of what you learned in the universities probably doesn't apply to so many different people. Oh, most of it doesn't apply. Yeah. And I I think we get off track sometimes. I totally agree. There's a place for book knowledge, but you've got to have real life experience. Yeah. So no matter what it is that you're doing, you've got to have just, you know, real life. That's where you're going to learn your lessons. What is your biggest lesson that is learned just through other people? Um, I have had so much of that done in my life uh, and, and a lot of my friends I try to always listen to them, and I try to keep my mouth shut while they're talking. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the hardest things to do, but I've found that that's the most important thing to do mm-hmm. as far as individuals are concerned. Yeah, I think I would agree with that. It, you have to know when to stop talking yeah. so that you can hear. Um, I was sharing uh, with our housekeeping team just a little while ago. I had a, a thing happen this morning at home that made me realize I had one of those quick little conversations with God, and and I realized that God is big enough that we can get frustrated and mad and yell at him and tell him he's not doing his job right, and he still loves us I'm and he still sees that. through us. <laughs> Now you know. Hey, no way. <laughs> I, I've unfortunately had a few of those conversations, but yeah. what I realized this morning is is that he is big enough to be able to see all sides of the circumstances. He's able to see through it, and he doesn't get frustrated with us. Yeah, you know, uh, we get frustrated with each other. Uh, something happens; it been gets us been out of shape, and you know, then we react. Uh, we have the wrong reactions. And uh, I think if we could just strive to be a little bit more like the Lord, then we would all be better off, you know, able to just sit back and say, okay, well, I realize this person's upset, but I need to hear what's going on, or I need to learn from this situation. Uh, How can I grow? How can I be a better person? How can I love more and better and bigger? Yeah. I I think it's in Isaiah where it it mentions how... When we when we go to heaven, we, we uh, like the young people, us old people, we can run and we right. can do all the things that we could. I still remember my mother. Uh, she was in her last few uh, minutes of her life, mm-hmm. and she started. She was hurting, and then all of a sudden she started smiling, mm. and I said, "Mama, well, what are you smiling about?" She says, I'm with your daddy, and we're running, we're young again, and we're playing. <laughs> and, and I said, I believe you're in heaven, Mama. Mm-hmm. W- wasn't that special that, that, that at, at that last second, you, you've got that special thing about you that's yeah. uh, pleasing to you? Yeah. Well, and you what know? a blessing that she was able to share that with you. So you knew she's going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. There is something special, and people who are non-believers, I just understand. Yeah. Do do they feel like that when they die, that's all there is? Yeah, it, it just doesn't know. make any sense to me. But uh, sounds like you kind of have traveled a little bit the way I have over the years. I don't think I've traveled quite to the extent that you have. You know, I I have learned a lot of life lessons uh, mm-hmm. you know go to college and think you're going to take the world by storm and uh, end up doing things totally different than you intended and you learn a lot of life lessons along the way yeah now I think I asked you earlier and then I started running my mouth what, what, what is the one thing in your life that you feel like um you not have not only enjoyed more than anything else, but you feel like it's made a big difference in your life. Oh, I love those questions because they're oh, so they're, hard. They're hard questions. Yeah. Um, and see, look, you were talking about my watch, and now you've got your phone ringing. I mean, what's up with this? That's my buddy <laughs> Russ Pulley calling me. He's he's an ex FBI agent, and now he he's a 
a uh, umpire in football, SEC oh, okay. football. Okay. So I'll call him back. He's right. probably not doing anything. He's also a city councilman for at Metro. Okay. And and that's totally, I guess I can say, it's totally against his grain. In Metro, being mm-hmm. a city councilman, mm-hmm. FBI agent, doesn't fit, does it? Mm. Well, I don't know him, so I better not answer. He's a great guy. Great guy. <laughs> so I don't know, Truman. I think that, uh, I think for me, um, probably the last 30 years of my life, um, just really learning to observe, like we were talking about earlier. Um, learning to watch other people and and learn from them mm-hmm. um seeking god's transformation in my life uh you know i've learned a lot of of hard lessons in my walk with the lord uh but Haven't it has all? made me a better person yeah. you know and i am so far from perfect it's not even funny but i hope that every day that I am blessed to live and breathe and walk on this earth, that I do something that brings glory to God. Yeah. And if I can do that and I can, you know, with, with my children, I've got two daughters and the most important thing to me in this world is that they be grounded in their relationship with the Lord. And, and if I can steer that in some direction, then I will have succeeded in my assignment but i know that god has other assignments for me too you know just like my assignment here at adam's place and i don't know where this is going to go how you know i in my way of thinking i'll be here till retirement which is going to be about your age um i don't know what the lord has in store for me but i want to be open to that and i think that's the big thing for me especially you know over the last 30 years is just really wanting to be open to what he wants me to do yeah and that may just simply be how I speak to someone, uh, how I love on someone, um, how I interact with them. I, I don't know. But as long as I can bring glory to him every day of my life, then I'm on the right path. I think one of the most important things in my life, and, and probably most people who have had children, is to make sure that they... Uh, have the knowledge to uh, be able to be successful mm-hmm. in their lives and stay on an even keel. And you, it's it's almost impossible to do that without going to church. Oh, my it, goodness, it, yes. it really is. And that's one thing sad in, in what I'm seeing that's happened today. There's a lot of people leaving the church. Right. And uh, I, I don't know why they become... Uh, so unaware of how that's going to change everything in their lives it, it and uh, w- without that uh, i know uh daryl lewis at my preacher uh, over at crescent uh, he has a he mixes common sense with what you learn from the bible right and and it makes a dip, big difference um people when they go to church they have to stay focused on what the message is Mm -hmm. and if it's not interesting we all uh i don't want to be bored with the subject right and with him i i haven't been bored the whole time i've been going to his church Mm -hmm. and it's just um i i just hope that everybody finds a place that they can feel comfortable with when they're listening to that message that's very important because we're seeing how it's affecting our country yeah absolutely and and when you see the the type of things and the thoughts that are going on right now um it's very difficult i I can't even watch television Mm -hmm. it just aggravates the devil out of me yeah it does me too yeah what were we talking about a minute ago (laughs) we have talked about so much i my mind is is um, it, it doesn't stay focused all the time. And you're not, I don't you're not know checking what, out on us a day early, are you? I may be. <laughs> I, uh, I, 
was going to ask you, oh, oh as far as your home life, mm-hmm. w- when you have a f- focus on what's going on here, mm-hmm. and then you have a focus what's going on with your children, mm-hmm. do they ever combat each other? The, the thoughts on those sides because you're dealing with the young who are uh, go, getting ready to go through their lives and, mm-hmm. and, and be successful and then you have the people here who have been successful and now they're uh, uh, reaching the September of their lives right? and that song uh, how, how does that affect you? Um, I mean it's stressful at times. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think that one of the greatest blessings for my family since I entered this industry is my kids were young when I started working in senior living. So they have been allowed to grow up around the elderly. Mm-hmm. And I think that one of the, the difficulties that we have in society is that generations don't know how to communicate with other generations yeah and so with me with my children because they have grown up in this industry they can carry on a conversation with a 90 year old just as easily as they can carry on a conversation with a nine-year-old that's special and it is special you know a lot of youth are afraid of old people um, for whatever reason, I, and I really think it's it comes down to they just don't think they know how to communicate with them. We all talk the same. If we will just get a get away from, you're this age, I'm that age, and therefore we don't know how to communicate with one another. You don't mm-hmm. understand me. You know, my kids are old enough that we do have the conversations of, well, mom, you just don't understand. You're too old. Um, but it, it has been a blessing to be able to. Uh, merge the generations with my children Mm -hmm. so that they're not afraid of different age groups they're not afraid to communicate or interact with Mm -hmm. so that has been just really good for me I'm, i'm really excited that i was able to give them that i feel like that was a gift to my children but at the same time my kids have been able to be a blessing to the people that i have served in yeah. senior living so it's been a two-way street and that's really been neat you know when i come over here sometimes i will think back uh i, I had a great grandmother mm-hmm. and i would sit at her feet when i was four or five years old and she would tell me stories uh and a lot of them would go back to uh, the uh, war of uh, northern aggression mm-hmm. and uh it was so fascinating to me. It was better than and watching, you know, the movies that uh, you would see back in, in the old days. And then I would be with my granddaddy, uh, Papa Jones. And, uh, Mama McFarlane was her name, Papa Jones. And I would sit and he would roll his cigarettes up and I would sit there and watch him. And then he'd light them. And then as the smoke would... Uh, Uh, go up into the air he would tell me all those great stories when he was young Mm -hmm. and there was nothing more fascinating to me at at, at that time and and, uh, they were my heroes I mean you you think about it I don't see that much of a connection in today's world and it bothers me because that's the best education that you can have is just listening to them and how they had gone through their lives and they were all hard workers back in those days i mean you lived on a farm and you grew everything yourself you raised the animals and you had uh, from uh, dusk to dawn you had chores to do right and and a busy mind and a busy body uh makes a pretty special person when you think about it Mm -hmm. and and i wish that we were that way and um we have let computers and Mm -hmm. cell phones and all those things interfere with those relationships well it's replaced the relationships yeah it has And, and you think about it um what in the world are we doing 
And how have we allowed that to happen? Well, it's a dark path, that's for sure. I mean, yeah. uh, people would rather text than have a one-on-one uh, -on -one conversation. Yeah. Um, you know, I, my daughter that's in college, she'll start texting me, I'm, and I just pick up the phone and call her, and she doesn't answer. And I text her back. I'm like, if you can text, you can talk. Yeah. Get on the phone and talk to me, you know. Yeah. Uh, and so we laugh about it, and she calls me, and we have a 30-minute conversation, you know, uh, beyond texting. But the technology you know when you were growing up and you were sitting at your grandparents feet listening to all the stories mm -hmm. you didn't have a cell phone you didn't have a television to distract you with 397 channels to choose from and not a single show worth watching on and that's what yeah. we have today you know we'll sit and flip channels we'll play on our cell phones we'll text our friends but we're losing the art of conversation yeah do you have many young people come and visit uh, your people here as far as maybe their grandparents or, yeah, the, the or, or grandchildren, moms or dads, whatever? Yeah, yeah. children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren spend quite a bit of time here. Uh, it's really important to us for the families to, to come and visit and take part. It's not as much as I would like to see, but, it you know, there is a lot of it. Um, we've got a lot of younger people uh, high school students and young college students that work in the dining room so mm -hmm. that gives uh, some real interesting interactions it's fun uh, watching how the the residents will take time to educate yeah. our our young servers uh, will take interest in them and their aspirations encouraging them to, to go to college to pursue the things that mean something to them yeah. uh, so it, you know we're able to foster those kinds of relationships even between staff and residents and and your people here uh, uh, over uh, in what I call the condo areas mm-hmm they can have parties here and they can bring oh, absolutely. they can bring uh, a lot of their family members and friends mm -hmm. and, and, and enjoy uh, those type of relationships yes absolutely yeah we encourage families to reserve our meeting room and have events so yeah absolutely how many people percentage wise would you say came from other states because you have a great reputation across the country and that means mm -hmm. Uh, I, a lot of them that I have met here were originally not from here. Right. In fact, I, you have people here that were some of my teachers when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've got a really good mix. Um, you know, yeah. 20 years ago, if you had asked that question, I would say probably 98% of the population was from Rutherford County. Yeah. Today, I don't know exact, but if I had to guess, I would say it's probably a good 50-50 split. Uh, we've got a lot of folks that are from this area, but because Rutherford County is growing as, as much as it is, mm -hmm. there's a lot of parents that are moving here to be close to their children who have relocated here. And so we've... I, I would bet probably 50% of our residents in the independent living at least are from somewhere outside of the state of Tennessee. Now, there are others who maybe Rutherford County was home once upon a time. Mm -hmm. They traveled, whether it be through the military or a job or whatever, and they're coming back home. Yeah. Uh, but they admit when they come back home, it's not the home that they remember from 50 or 60 years ago. So, yeah, yeah. I, I would say probably about a 50-50 split. Now, as the county is growing at such a fast pace, mm -hmm. is is there any thought about the future of Adams Place maybe expanding out in size? I that, knew I was going. That would be to a question. That would be a question more for home office. Um, well, this is home office. It's well, a home. It's a home, and this is an office. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, again, I think that I think that we would be uh, wrong to ever discount the possibility of expansion. Mm -hmm. um, we're here to serve the senior population, and if that requires some type of an expansion at some point in time, I feel like uh, NHC and Adams Place would be open to that possibility. You have done such a great job here, Terry, and I'm trying to uh, uh, get this 
you kind of like in, in like if, if you've got a, a restaurant mm-hmm. in, in your community and everybody loves going to that restaurant mm-hmm. and the people who own the restaurants oh we're we've got such a a great bunch here um Maybe we need to have another one somewhere around close by. Oh, good gracious! And uh, and have the same uh, atmosphere. It never happens. Right. So, how if you were in a an expansion, uh, maybe thoughts of the people who say let's go somewhere else and we can accommodate people just like we do in mm-hmm. this one, this location. Do you think it could happen? I think it could happen, yeah. Uh, On the same level. I think it might take 25 years to accomplish it. Well, maybe not 25 because we've kind of perfected what we do. Um, I don't know. I I mean, to reproduce Adam's Place in another setting, I mean, NHC has a a lot of properties in many, many states. Uh, There's... Only a few that are continuing care retirement communities, which is what mm-hmm. Adams Place is, meaning everything from independent living through uh, continuing care. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that we've got a really good business plan here, and I do mm-hmm. think that they could pick up and pick up our footprint and put it down somewhere else. Um, you know, NHC is uh, different facilities do expand mm-hmm. from time to time. Um, so I don't know. I mean, to to take exactly what we have and reproduce from the ground up in a different location, I don't know. I mean, it could be done. Yeah, absolutely. That was a great recovery. I love that. <laughs> you are so quick-witted. I, man, I, you're a special lady, Terry. <laughs> and, and it looks like we're going to have to go. I mean, um, we've run out of time. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. I always enjoy being with you. I learn something every time I'm here. Well, Truman, I have thoroughly enjoyed the time that we've had together. It's been special, huh? It has been special. Best of luck to you in all that you do. Well, you got to come back and visit, though. I will. I, I I may bring my bathing suit and go back there and swim a few laps. Okay, we'll let you do that. Will you Will you let me? Yeah, but don't tell too many people because you're supposed to have to live here to use the pool. Yeah. I'll sneak you in the backside. I'll, I'll probably take a shower before I come over here and swim. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you in the morning at 9. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.